The Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast. I am Luke Tyrrell and I'm joined by uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin, how are you? On top of the world, mate. I didn't think that uh, the seven dwarfs would be seven goals, but uh, but there you go, mate. Uh, we've got no pantomime, but I think I might have just seen it in the second half. So, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling great, mate. But, uh, hey, professional to the end. We'll uh, we'll do this justice as always. How are you, more importantly? Not too bad, mate. As well as you can do, I can be after seeing your team lose 7-0. <laughs> Yes, that's right. We have just witnessed this is post-match reaction to Crystal Palace losing 7-0 at home to Liverpool on a Saturday lunchtime. Uh, this start, Kev, with the starting lineup, there were a few changes from um, the, the midweek game against West Ham. Um, personally, I, I felt Andrews Townsend and Joel Walker feel a little bit hard done by to be left out. And we saw Gary Cahill come back in for, for Scott Dan, didn't we? What, yeah. what were your thoughts on the starting lineup? Well, I must admit, I'd missed the first 15 minutes, Luke, because I was uh, at football myself this morning. Yep. And also, as it's the anniversary of my dad passing, I was at the crematorium. So I missed the first 15 minutes. Uh, so I got in it after 15 minutes and thought I saw 20 minutes of football where we played quite well. So I was trying to work out what the team was. Was a bit surprised, the same as you, not to see Andros and Joel, because um, I both thought they played well. I wasn't surprised that Cahill came back in, uh, but was... Surprised, but as I say, because I missed the first 15 minutes, although we were one nil down, the commentator was saying that Palace were playing well. And the 20, 20 next 20 or so minutes obviously was our purple patch when we should have taken a couple of chances. I'm sure we'll come on to them. Uh, and then how we were three nil down at half the time, obviously strange, but uh, again, I know we'll do it in chronological order, but the second half. Um, was abysmal and we'll, we'll come on to that but uh, let's not take anything away from outstanding for Liverpool and the quality of their finishing and uh, you know uh, they were going to give someone a spanking soon and it just always tends to be us unfortunately so mate well at least it wasn't nine but uh, yeah <laughs> it was seven and and to be fair you know we conceded quite early on I think it was Minamino's his first goal for Liverpool I, I believe it might have been our first league goal at least within three minutes Um but yeah, as you said, the first half we were really good, and and probably for the last, for, for twenty or twenty five minutes within that first half, after the first yeah. ten, Liverpool um, having most of the of the ball, we, we looked really good and played some really nice football. Passed it around really well. There was a couple of chances. Will screwed one wide. I think there was a chance for for Jordan Ayew to cut back in. Uh, and just sort of miss Wolf's run where potentially he could have shot. I don't, I don't know. What, what were your thoughts on, on sort of our, uh, our attacking? Yeah, that yeah I'm, I must admit, I think there was a 10 minute window where for me, Jordan had three opportunities, really. Uh, one where he, you know, he outstrengthens Matic. Yeah. And for me, yes, he's tried to pick Wolf out, but he's gone behind him. And that was our best chance of the game. I think he'd had one just before that. I'm just trying to remember it. There's so many goals gone in. I can't quite remember, but that other bit. Uh, and then he had a, a relatively weak header a few minutes after that. Um, so, no, I'll tell you what it was. It was the it, it was the chance where he stepped over the ball when mm. I was surprised he didn't take that. Um, so there were, there were three opportunities where I thought he could have done a little bit more. But, you know... <sighs> You know, when you play someone as good as Liverpool, if you don't take the few chances you're going to get, you're going to get punished. Um, I was disappointed from what I did see, obviously, because I hadn't seen the starting lineup. 
Um, I thought Eze was very quiet and, you know, I was the first one to say on the pod after the other night that I was really looking forward to seeing him go at them. And I, I didn't really feel he got, got out, of gear, out of his gears today. And, um, you know, I thought we were, we were poor across the park, but again, they, they were exceptional. Um, clinical, I think, I think you'd put on the uh, text and that's where they were. They really were clinical. So, you know, congratulations to them. I think it's their biggest away win in 106 years, they've said, of top flight football. So... Brilliant. Well done for them. Congratulations to them. But, you know, we've just got to, as I'm sure we will, put that behind us quickly. I'm, I'm more interested in tactically what happened at half-time for us to be that lacklustre second half. And that that was more I was disappointed about, actually, just how poor I thought we were second half, Luke, to be honest with you, mate. Yeah, because I, I think I said to you guys that 3-0 at, at half-time, it didn't, it didn't feel like a 3-0 game, did it? Given the no. amount... No, we had and, and and the chances that we had, albeit we didn't take them, and I guess that's the difference between a, a Crystal Palace and a, a team which are sitting on what was it, twenty eight points or something like that. Uh, you know, at the top of the league now, you know the fact that they had uh, a few half chances and and snatched at them and and, and took them um, mm. really well. And and you've got to say there were a couple of great finishes there in the first half. But yeah, like you, Kev, I'm a little bit perplexed because I felt. I mean, look, you, you only play as well as the other team letting you. And, and perhaps there were some tactical shift around from Liverpool at half-time where they felt that we were coming back into the game and they almost nullified that because I felt that the first 10 minutes of the second half would have been crucial for us in terms of building on, on what we did in the first half. But then, you know, we concede, I think, on, on 52 minutes through Jordan Henderson's uh, great goal from just inside the box. And then the floodgates open and then we can see another four goals and I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to go for every single goal of you Kev because it's, it's, it's <laughs> Well, yeah, and will it be Christmas if you go for every goal, mate? Because there's quite a few to go through, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like you, I, I think disappointed performance from Palace in the second half, where we sort of collapsed and, and missed an opportunity to build on on the momentum that we that we we gained in the first half. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit lost for for words apart from that, if I'm honest. Nah, listen, mate. I think I think you're right. I mean, I think you know. It's every now and then you, you're going to have a result you know thankfully you don't get too many of these thankfully um, where you don't meet Liverpool every week you know it, it's a bit of a shock for our system I think mm. you know because we were completely outclassed if you think of how well we played against Tottenham last week and how well we played against West Ham on Wednesday no one sees a 7-0 but you know the reality of it is the good news is I think that one of the commentators says okay we've got a week to regroup because we're not in the uh, cup in the week um, but they've got to they've got to get their minds right, and they've got to they've got to get together and get it out of their system quite quickly uh, for next week. Because you know, coming on, I think Boxing Day is our next game now, isn't it? And Aston Villa, uh, and they they've got to they've got to they've got to come out of the blocks, and they've uh, and they've got to put in a performance because it could you know it could be quite a, a damaging result if they if they sulk. But yeah. I think as we've said previously, and you know, I hope anyone who's not a Palace fan who listens to this from time to time, we try and be objective on it. It's, it's, it's incredibly disappointing, incredibly frustrating. Um, and, you know, just for Christmas, it's, it's horrible. But you know what? We've just got to let it go and um, go, go from there, mate. I don't, I don't really think there's a, a great deal we can be saying, mate, other than as we've already said, which is, you know, I, I feel a bit for Guita because, you know, he, he, I don't think he could save too many of them. You know, some of them were pretty good. I mean, but, you know, let's just applaud Liverpool's movement. What I quite liked, Liverpool at 4-5-0 were chasing. They were hungry. They could see there was seven, you know, I wouldn't say they could say they, they could see there was seven or eight there, but 
but they mostly could sense it. And uh, I, I didn't like a lot of the Palace players' body language, really, in the second half. I didn't think that we were uh, as, as at it as we should have been. And, you know, yes, the game's gone, but you should still be playing for your shirt. And that, that was, as much as I hate to say it, it was, it was embarrassing second half. As good as Liverpool were, we were yeah. embarrassing second half. You know, you can't well, give most of Salah that match room. I mean, if you just look at Salah comes on and he scores two goals, you know, one where Luca just stands and watches him as he goes in and just heads it into the corner for the sixth one. And the seventh one, you know, I think I think it's Van Arnholt, and you know, and he got caught out for the fifth one over his head. I mean, how they score from a palace corner is beyond me. Um, for that fifth one, where it then goes over Van Harnett. I don't know what he was trying to do. At least he was trying to get forward and get back. But we were just we were just not good enough. And we sat off it too much. And, you know, we are where we are, mate. It's one of those things. Um, I think most uh, objective Palace fans, they might not be asking questions about tactically what we did second half. But ultimately, put it in the, uh, put it in the trash. Say well done to the Reds. Um, or whatever colour it was they were wearing. Now, that has got to be one of the worst away shirts I think I've ever seen. I've seen some bad ones over the years, but I, that was not a great Liverpool shirt. They should be wearing better shirts than that, Liverpool. Um, and um, and then we come back Boxing Day firing on, on BBC, and let's just hope <laughs> let's hope we put, put up a better performance than that. Eh? Yeah, look, for me, I, yeah, disappointing given, like you said, the performances we put in the, in the previous two games within the week. Positives are that, you know, we got to see James Tonkins come back, and, and he got what, 15, 20 minutes or so, Jara Riederworld yeah. and Michi Batchewai got some chances and, and we talked about this squad rotation that we're going to see over this busy period. So that, that's that's another positive. And, and for me, the, probably the biggest positive of the game has to be the fact that given that there were six substitutes, the, ref, the officials took pity on us and only gave us one minute of added time. At the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was very grateful so, for that, I must admit. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, 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 I was hoping they might just blow it up on 90, but uh, I guess yeah. he had to give at least one minute for, for the six uh, subs. I mean, I think yeah. I think Sadio Mane probably took about three minutes himself to come off the pitch when he was uh, pissed off and didn't want to come off. But Yeah, he weren't happy. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see his conversation with Klopp later. <laughs> we know obviously how it's going, but uh, I like that. I like that but but you know if you're so palace right so you would be pissed off off right no one wants to come off because they score every time they play us don't they and uh, mm. i think that's now the sixth or seventh game as crystal palace manager that roy hodgson has played liverpool and he's not won it any of them not got anything out of any of the games and uh that was disappointing i mean if you look at it now i know they were going for the title back end of last season when we played them but that's 11 goals they've scored against us now in the last two games without us getting one that's uh, that's disappointing but you know well, mate, it is what it is it is what it is my friend yeah the tide is due to turn at some point anyway so I hope this hope it yeah. happens sooner rather than later yeah let's hope so but I think equally you know we don't want to I'm still I think in a little bit of shock I don't think it's going to really hit me till a little bit later I'm just looking at the uh, Mo Salah's goal for uh, six or seven and um I'm not being funny. Van Arnholt is about two and a half yards off him as he curls in and curls it in. Mm. It's just crazy. We just weren't close. And because my phone is buzzing constantly, it's amazing the number of people who come out of the woodwork when your I'm team not- have been hammered. People I've not heard of for months Arsenal fans, Man United fans, West Ham fans, they're all giving it the big un on the text now. And I'm thinking, really? Okay. Where were you? <laughs> Where, were you? Where were you the other week? But, they, but, but do you know what? That's what makes football wonderful. I love that, that my mates, your mates, we're going to get ripped to bits, mate. You know, we're going to get ripped to bits for a week and we deserve it. And, uh, you know, fair play to them all. And, uh, uh, you know, 
let's just hope we can do like what Southampton did when they got beat by nine, you know, last season. They came back quite a bit stronger. But um, is, is it worth just touching base just for a second? I mean, how, do you think many of the Palace fans are going to get, and I, I know people can be fickle, do you think people are going to get on Roy's back about that or are they just going to put it in the background and say, do you know what, it's just one of those yeah. bad losses? I, th- I think there will be a few, mate. And, and you know, we've talked about this reactionary nature at the moment to football because everyone's watching at home and have more uh, have a more instant access to sort of to shouting. I think there will be a few people calling from Roy's head, but I, I, I can't see it happening to this. I think, yes, everyone's going to be disappointed. People are going to be pissed off, especially at the second half. But yeah, like you said, it's, it's turned it into a positive and, and hope that we can uh, perhaps deliver a, a, a walloping of our own to Villa on <laughs> That'd be nice. Who, who knows what what shape that Boxing Day might uh, might take, given the announcement it's going to take later on today. But um, you know, it, it's hope we're going to be able to be at home and and hopefully with our loved ones be able to watch a Palace victory. Eh? That'd be nice, mate. That'd be nice. But I think you know, let, let's be honest. As you quite rightly said, this is why we love football. You know, yeah. you've, you've only got to look. You know, we've had a couple of good games. No one sees a seven nil coming. Um, well, you hope you don't see a seven nil coming. Um, and let's just hope, as there should be, there should be a reaction. Um, we've seen it sometimes previously when there hasn't, you know, I think you remember Leicester last year away, you know, and we thought, would the reaction come? And it didn't. But, but you know, these these things happen. And uh, at least we're sitting here, what, what, with 18 points? Forgive me, I haven't checked the table. We've got 18 points, haven't we, so far? So, you know, we're not in, and I mean it, and I mean this respectfully, we're not in that bottom three, which is sometimes where we're hovering about. So, and there's a big you know, gap as between us. There's a big, yeah, there's a big gap. Nine, points, a big gap. nine points at the moment. It might, it might be less after yeah. the result. Yeah, but, but, but there's, there's still a big gap. And let's be honest, let, you know, let's not get bent too out of shape. You know, we played some very nice football in that first yeah. half until, you know, um, quality strike from Mane again. Um, but but again, that that reminded me of under eight football at one point because it was pinging about, and then Mane just you know that doesn't normally yeah. happen. But hey, do you know what, mate? It is what it is. Let's not worry about it. Well done you for showing the courage of saying let's do the pod straight away. Uh, well done me I, for being yeah, stupid enough that. to sign up. Hey, eh? you what? I tell you what, mate. It could have been worse. Look what I've done, right? I've I've paid to have BT, right? Oh. And I got home and I'd missed the first 10, 15 minutes. I'd already missed the first goal. And do you know what's even worse? Do you know what Do you know what makes this even harder to stomach? At 3-0, I said, you never know. We we could do what we did a few years ago, 3-3, three, three, because they're, 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 you know, they're, they're, um, they're loving this, right? My wife said, you're going you're gonna to lose 7-0. I went, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I've now got to go and accept that we've lost. She said, I told you I should be a pundit. I can't say fuck off on the pod, but I'm going to, right? And I said, oh. so I've got, to, I've got to listen. I've got to listen to that, mate, now for the next hour. Well, the, good, the good news is, mate, is that hopefully she chucked a pound on the Liverpool winning. Uh, <laughs> and you can have a curry tonight uh, with, with, with the winnings. But listen, let's wrap it up there. Yeah, wrap um, it up, mate. Thank you very much, Kev, for your time. Um, and, and to our, our listeners, uh, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Pointer Podcast. We'll be back for the, to review the Boxing Day game against Villa. I'm not sure how we're going to work that, but we'll work out somehow. We'll we, work out. Can I just say, Luke, for all cool. our listeners, our loyal listeners, have a great Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for subscribing from time to time. We try and make this as fun as as we can. Uh, Luke and Matt do an amazing job uh, getting this off the ground for you and they try and do it almost immediately after the games. 
I mean, I wish I hadn't bothered to pay for BT today so I could have actually watched it. And then Glenn Oddle's on the commentary. As your luck, just when you think it can't get any worse, you've got Glenn Oddle on the commentary. But at least he made reference to the fact that he got beat 7-0 by Liverpool once. And I remember watching that game. So fair play, Mr Oddle. Stay safe, everyone. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And Lukey, up the palace. The Six Pointer Podcast. Oh,